o'clock waiting on something that's conscious and that's a blessing and like Philly to be honest with you like y'all have always supported me and one thing that I found out as an artist is like as an artist we always trying to spend time to get everybody else and then we don't spend time with the people that really love us you know what I'm saying so like Chicago Philly DC places that really have shown me love the Bay Area these are places I didn't go to when I was super popping because I had y'all like okay I got y'all now let me go trying to find another market well it's just the opposite now I was telling the people at the church that you know when I was calling my people bitches and hoes I got more love for my people than I ever have in history. But as soon as I started calling my people gods and goddesses, it became a problem. I got more hate than I ever have in, the, in my life. So people was like, does Dave Banner rap anymore? And I said, yo, y'all want me to show you why? They don't give me love, I'ma show y'all why. Like they gave us Obama-like, like it was gonna stop the fight. Like it was gonna stop the calls. My folks still scraping, trying to find them some socks and drawers and something to eat. The IRS is coming, so I'm back on these beats. But Rock pushed hope, Reagan pushed dope, Clinton pushed something down a young gal's throat. And since we're talking about throats, white folks, what you know about ropes? White folks, what you know about trees and men swinging from them that look like me? How they say they don't affect us? Tuskegee, how you let them infect us? It's fear of the black semen putting sage on a page to eradicate these demons. This for Tulsa, Oklahoma. This for Rosewood. This for Philly when the cops bomb the whole hood. Hold on. This for Philly when the cops bomb the whole hood. John Africa. This for Philly when the cops bomb the whole hood. This for Harlem when the pigs stop and frisk. All my folks from the Congo tell Belgium suck a dick. Right. Boy, wonder know I meant Dick Grayson. I'ma set you like the Moors with a Masons. Yes, the Kush, the Black Bush. Aborigines, I love you. Take back the Bush. Oh, we back on presidents. George was so irrelevant. But he did send the country to hell and a lot of black folks to jail. If we blind, that's fine. I'll mom, then I spit it in braille. Hold on, I, I think that's dope. <laughs> Listen to this. I said if my people are blind, that's fine. I smell it. I don't mind. I spit it in braille. So if that means I gotta go from store to store, place to place to wake my people up, I don't care. So if my people are blind, that's fine, I don't mind, then I spit it in braille. Yeah. Drop an F-bomb in cursive, send it all in the mail. Old P.O.s, which are post offices, they about to shut down. I was on my way to heaven, but then I stopped and turned around. Yes, sir. Let me tell you something. I was on my way to heaven. Yeah, I own a multimedia company. I scored the music for Gatorade, for the World Cup. Mercedes Benz. Don't don't get it wrong. They think David Banner fucked up. I ain't fucked up. I'm just fine. That's the reason why I'm able to talk this shit like I talk about it. Because one thing I'm not going to be is broke. And one of the reasons why our kids don't want to be revolutionaries, because all the revolutionaries fucked up. Kids don't want to be broke. Kids want to ball too. So what I do, I make this revolutionary shit sexy. Because I'm going to tell y'all something. If women respect revolutionaries, and the only way you're gonna get you some sex is if you stand for something, then this world will change me. And the reason why these people fear me so much, bro, is because now I see, bro, I see what we have to do. I have to take care, like, I'm literally building. This is one of the reasons why I call Hawk in the first place. I'm building a library. Yeah, I'm building a library. 
Because what they're doing is they're slowly taking all of our information. They, they are putting our book, our books online, but they, they're killing us line by line, slowly. I need the actual book. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to create a library. You can't check out none of my books, but you can bring your ass there and study if you want to. You can Xerox, but your ass can't take my books out of there. Just like the Masons do, you have to go to somebody's house and study. Good thing. I just but first tonight, the first bus full of migrants sent by Texas Governor Greg Abbott arriving in D.C. today. And there are more to come. Fox Files Jack the Matter is live outside of Union Station tonight with more on what's behind this move. Jacqueline? Rob Marina, this move is part of the governor of Texas's response to the Biden administration's decision to end Title 42, which had been... Uh, black folks, there goes your reparations right there. There's all your reparations. That, that's where all your black folks, foundational blacks, that's where your reparations is going. Right there. Illegal aliens. Old Jim Crow Joe sending them up to D.C. Or Abbott sending them up to D.C. Jim Crow Joe saying, come on through. But we're supposed to be in a national deficit, right? Used to turn away migrants at the border. Due to as, as Reverend Rat Al Sharpton says, the liberal limousine, he done stole my word. Shout out to Reverend Rat Al. Al, Al's been listening to the Bagland podcast, I believe. He stole my word. That's my word. Take a moment down liberal limousine lane. He called them limousine liberals. I think he stole my word. Got on MSNBC having a nerve talking about I can't pay my rent. Reverend Rat Al, your rent is well paid. MSNBC pays you very, very well. You've been scheming and scamming over the National the National Action Network for over 20, 30 plus years, Al. You're just fine. COVID-19 pandemic. Now, Governor Abbott says because of its reversal, he's expecting to see an influx of migrants at the U.S. border. Oh, there's another bus. Lawmakers about this, and she joins us at the Capitol today. Fox 5's Jacqueline Matter spoke with local lawmakers about this, and she joins us now from the newsroom. Jacqueline. Jim Angie, Texas Governor Greg Abbott has been sending migrants in bus loads here to the district as a protest over the reversal of Title 42, which was used to deny entry to migrants at the border due to the COVID-19 pandemic. Now, local lawmakers are weighing in, saying D.C. is welcoming these people who have been cleared by Homeland Security. Congresswoman really? Eleanor Holmes Norton says she believes Abbott's plan has backfired. She says many of these migrants have families along the East Coast, and this actually brings them one step closer to their potential final destination. We've been fully able to help now, them get to now, now Castle, Now, Castle Black folks of the Night's Watch, Castle Black folks of the Negro Night's Watch, listen very carefully. This is your Black representation, D.C., this is this is the person that's supposed to be your black representation. They wanted to go. They have in no way interfered with business here in the District of Columbia. And if he wants to have more come to the district, we will be very happy to facilitate these migrants to go wherever they in fact desire to go, just as we have up until now for the couple of busloads he sent us. One by one, they stepped off a charter bus near Union Station. Men, women, children from Colombia, Cuba, Venezuela, and Nicaragua. The journey from Texas to D.C., more than 1,700 miles over three days. 
Victor Rodriguez traveled with his wife and two young children. It was hard, but we achieved it, he says. With God, everything is possible. Some of the migrants are seeking asylum and volunteered to make the journey after being processed by Customs and Border Patrol. Their trip is part of Texas Governor Greg Abbott's strategy to oppose the Biden administration's plan to end Title 42, a Trump-era public health rule put in place in 2020 to stop the spread of COVID. Let's bring in White House correspondent Mary Oz Parks for more on that. Uh, Mary Oz, what went into this decision to send more aid and what effect could these specific weapons have? Yeah, Diane, the Pentagon says this aid was designed specifically to help Ukraine with the fight that they are expecting now in that eastern. Now, now, by the way, as if they don't have enough, I'm seeing this. It looks like Ukraine has something. What's this? Oh, no, these janky websites. Ukrainian pilots launch a buy me a jet campaign to help defeat Russia's massive air superiority. So they're crowdfunding. The average jet is 25 tickets a piece, $25 million a piece. So there's a video that they posted where it says it destroyed Ukrainian military equipment, devastated homes, towns. You know, it looks like there's a fighter jet guy. Let me see. It's called Buy Me a Jet. Wait a minute. Yeah, I'm looking at this jet. So it's all their damaged fighter jets. And then Jim Crow Joe, he's going to send over another billion dollars. So, yeah. Donbass region. And you're right. So much for reparations. And it was interesting to me that the National Security Advisor, Jake Sullivan, said that he sat down with Pentagon officials over the weekend and they essentially went through a wish list provided by Ukraine defense uh, officials. They tried to make sure that they were supplying Ukraine with exactly what they need and what this is my shit y'all gotta watch that shit on epics that epics that epics vampire one with that old old cat i asked my father what will i be this is that this is my shit will i be i done went through the whole damn series and i might have to analyze it it's definitely a classic It is a classic. Force to train students on science are taking the skills they learned in the Air Force to train students on cybersecurity, a field that is seeing a shortage of experts. ABC 15's Nicole Grigg with their story. Two Air Force veterans using their skills and knowledge of the IT world to train others. We were previous trainers in the Air Force where we used to train people in just a matter of months to be ready for the field. Jacob Hess and Terry Kim telling us they started their IT careers in the U.S. Air Force and when they entered the civilian world, they saw a need. The reason why we actually started this company initially is because we saw a problem. We saw a problem that people who were going through the traditional routes of training were not actually getting the results that were required for them to be effective in the field. The two veterans didn't meet until after their years of service, eventually starting NGT Academy in Phoenix, training platform to teach anyone in IT from online networks to cybersecurity.
that's a whole that's a whole nuclear reactor starting there. What's interesting about the IT thing when they mention cybersecurity while we're at it, and I'm looking at the cybersecurity and infrastructure security agency, there was an alert called AA22 103A. And this was uh, what they call an ABT cyber tools targeting ICS slash SCADA devices. So the summary says, and this was released on April 13th, and this is public. It's saying that the Department of Energy, the Cybersecurity and Infrastructure Security Agency and National Security Agency, the NSA and FBI are releasing this joint cybersecurity advisory to warn that certain advanced persistent threat actors have exhibited the, the capability to gain full system access to multiple industrial control systems, supervisory control, and data acquisition devices. That's SCADA. Supervisory control and data acquisition devices. That's called SCADA or SCADA. So like PLCs, Omron, uh, SimsMac, Next PLCs, Open Platform Communications, Unified Architecture. Um, so the AP, the ABT, it's called the APT actors have developed custom tools for targeting targeting ICS and SCADA devices. Now these tools enable them to scan for com compromise and control affected devices once they have established initial access to the operational technology. So they could gain access to these SCADA devices. Now this is pretty bad because most SCADA devices are not the most secure. But what is a SCADA device? Now, a SCADA, it's a control system and it's architecture and it's a bunch of computers where they're networked. Um, it covers majority like sensors, uh, PL, PLC, which is programmable logic controllers, um, typically with plants, machinery. So batch production, job production, flow production, agile manufacturing, lean manufacturing, so, you know, you're, you're looking at some pretty serious stuff here that you're dealing with. If they could start attacking, um, using cybersecurity attacks. Um, they said one of the modules allows cyber actors to run a rapid scan that identifies all the PLCs on a local network on a UDP multicast. Um, brute force Schneider electric PLC password so they could, you know, going through device protocols and you know normally now now normally they said udp or, or what they said here is udp so if they could target udp if they could use that protocol that'll be pretty easy for them to get in there they could conduct packet of debt uh death attacks um denial of service attacks so the mitigation what they what the fbi and nsa and cisa is saying is you know, isolate the systems from corporate and, um, and internet network using strong perimeter controls, enforce multi-factor authentication, uh, have a cyber incident response plan, change all the passwords to, to the SCADA devices on a consistent schedule, um, maintain known good offline backups for faster recovery, and limit the connections to only what's needed to specific management and engineering workstations. Um, and there's a bunch of other different things, you know, it's, it's interesting that they came up with the fact that they need more cybersecurity people in the military. 
So I thought that was an interesting uh, release that they that they put out there. Let's get back to the nuclear reactor. You know, I also got some audio. I also got some audio. You know, one of my favorite games I was waiting for. A 10-year-old boy is dead oh. as police investigate a shooting in a downtown Minneapolis apartment. The call came in shortly after 11.30 last night. Police say the boy was alone at the time with a relative, another juvenile. The boy was taken to a hospital where he died. Today, MPD is pleading with adults to make sure guns are kept secure. Our Adam Duxter has the latest on the investigation. A death of any now, this is a terrible thing. The first thing that I thought about was maybe there's a teenager. They're, of course, they're probably, they could be kids, so they're not identifying them. This looked like this happened around Hennepin. So somebody had a, they had an unsecured firearm around children, which should have never been there. They should have never been there. Opening up the phone lines in about 15 minutes, a little less than that probably. Uh, that gun should have never been um able to reach the hands of those children time of any circumstance is is impactful the death of a child in any circumstance is especially impactful minneapolis police say the 10 year old boy who died from a gunshot wound was alone with the relative at the time the gun went off we have two juveniles alone in a residence with access to a gun and that is always a bad recipe for the graduating class at North High School in Minneapolis. Now, now listen to this. I was trying to figure out, it's not a bad thing, but I started to think, okay, if they give these kids this money for a scholarship, okay, here's some money so you could go work for someone else. Why couldn't they just give them the 10, the 10 fucking thousand dollars? See, this is what they be doing to foundational blacks up here in Minnesota. They prioritize everyone else and they probably figure like, this is what I think. They probably figured like, well, you had a superstar. He got killed. So we're going to come in with these little crumbs and go to one of our colleges to come work for us. That's not no guaranteed position at, at the point of, of where we are right here. Foundational blacks, we need our own businesses. So they want to give them up to $10,000 for a scholarship. Why not just give them the money for a damn business? So by the time they get out of high school, they could start an LLC. It's been a rough couple of years for North High School's graduating seniors. These young people have fought to continue their education during a pandemic, an uprising sparked by the murder of George Floyd and a surge in gun violence mostly based in their community. Strike by Minneapolis public school educators. Now all these nonprofits from the liberal limousine, Reverend Rat Al, all these nonprofits that made all this money from Mike Brown, Black Lives Matter and their scam, all these white liberal nonprofits up here, Tamir Rice, Floyd. I mean, I could go on and on and on and on. They done made millions, probably billions of dollars from these damn nonprofits. And all you have for foundational blacks is a funky ass 10,000 where you got to go, you're putting the money back up in white hands. You're putting this $10,000 to go for a school. Now, if they could use it for a trade or something like that, but usually they have all types of rules, regulations, and stipulations where, well, you got to go, you got to do this, you got to do that. So my question is, are they going to be able to use this money for exactly for whatever they want? 
and see what they're going to try to the democrats is going to try to say well you know that's that's your reparations right there there's in the murder of a beloved classmate deshaun hill jr forced pillsbury united communities into action have y'all noticed they've been real quiet they've been real real quiet about that case when that boy was killed in north in uh, that north high superstar when he was killed they're being very very quiet about the guy who killed him that's how i knew that this guy right here he was white i told y'all before and then i seen his mugshot this dude been burning shit down he's been committing arson this kid this this white guy has tons and tons of crimes he's been robbing other robbing children of cell phones doing the most and i knew that soon as they got word on him you know, once they found, once I found out who it was, and once they released it to the public, they the, the, the white media was going to be very quiet about this. They're really not trying to talk about this much. To counteract these extreme difficulties. We have raised $1 million for you all, and each one of you are getting a $10,000 scholarship for your dreams. That's right. For your dreams. I guarantee you when they bring over these Ukrainians over here, they're not going to be telling them you have a scholarship. They're already getting free room and board. They're already being in some of these HBCUs. They're getting ready to bring them over here. Here's a free college education, free room and board. Foundational Blacks, we're going to give you up to 10 grand so you can spend it right back on our colleges. It should be a $10,000 grant for a business. That's what it ought to be because now you got to spend another two years. That's 10,000. Now, essentially you probably could go to a two year. It would only make sense if it's medical or IT or STEM. Liberal arts, a waste of time, psychology and all that. Man, listen, you gonna have to do something that makes sense. But you know, a lot of the people, you know, they, they the, the folks is super happy about it. They're probably looking at it from a standpoint like, well, you know, It's nice to have it. It is, but there, but I don't think nobody's asking questions and saying, "Well, hey, wait a minute. If you raise us a million dollars, why does it got to be from a scholarship? You got the money. You said you raised one million dollars. Why couldn't they come up with a business plan in North High, an IT program? They should already be coming out of high school with an IT certification, at least an MTA or an Azure. We gonna get into that in a moment." Every graduating senior will earn up to $10,000 for post-secondary career training or college. Yeah, I start crying when they said $10,000 per person because $10,000, $10,000. North High Principal Mari Frieslaven told the group they are not victims and are not to be pitied. Oh, you're not victims, you're not to be pitied. Oh, my gosh. Oh, the liberals sound like the conservatives now. Oh, geez. You are not victims. That kid that got killed in cold blood was a victim. North Minneapolis has bullets flying everywhere. Young children are getting victimized, and you're saying you're not a victim. Oh, man, I tell you, you're not a victim. This was a nigga up there saying this shit. This wasn't no white person. I don't think it was white. This was, this was a high yellow nigga up there on the TV saying this shit. You are not a victim. Lord, damn it, man. Before we continue this, I, I just want to, I made an equation. I made a post. And I sent it to Mr. So I sent it to Phil Solomon here. And I said, this post had two pictures on it. 
the first post or the first picture has the Microsoft certified fundamentals, certified associate expert, and then the specialty. It was, it was just a Microsoft image. And it said this, which is $150 per exam times 12 months of maybe help desk experience or whatever IT or technical experience. All right, after 12 months, you should be at least making 55K, right? Or $150 for a pair of Jordans times 12 months equals what? A pair of Jordans times 12 months equals $150 and some attention. In my opinion, they should have an IT program already that pays 100. Y'all going to give them $10,000 for a scholarship. They should already be coming out of North High with a Microsoft Azure or AWS certification. If you could ship illegals all the way up from Texas all the way up to D.C., Washington, do your fucking job. Taxation without the proper rep representation. You could get foundational blacks over in North High. You could get them a IT certification program. As if as they, they they're talking as if they don't need this shit. Remember, I told you back in 2011, the state of Minnesota, they passed the Microsoft Imagine Academy program. They didn't want it because they thought it was going to take jobs away from teachers. They didn't want it. North Carolina took it and ran with it. They had over 100,000 students passing with multiple certifications. You see what I'm saying? And see, they use a lot of photo ops. What they do is they get a bunch of happy Negroes is clapping and dancing and jumping for joy. And, you know, and, and, and they use that and they make that seem like they doing niggas a huge favor. Well, Bagland DP, you're hating. You're hating because you bringing that up. I guess I'm hating. Do y'all think I'm hating? Am I hating for bringing that 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 question up? Why can't they have a ten thousand dollar business grant when they get out of high school? Am I hating? Am I hating because I said a Microsoft certification is one hundred and fifty dollars versus a pair of one hundred and fifty dollar pair of Jordans? Man, you hating, man. You trying to say niggas shouldn't be wearing no Jordans? Get the fucking Jordans, but get the eight. Get the you could get a million Jordans if you want to. Get the bag first. You could have your Jordans. I'm not saying you shouldn't have no Jordans. I like Jordans. I like Jordan Jeffries. Found out 20 years later that he's been cooning. I like Jordans, you know. I like the 94 retros. I sure do. But get the IT certification. No one's telling you you can't have Jordans. But don't have a pair of Jordans and be walking down the street and want a whole bunch of attention 12 months later and you haven't considered getting your IT certification. At least look at it. But I'm hating. I'm hating. I'm definitely hating. They deserve to be honored and are worthy of every ounce of love that comes their way. I think just in this moment that the youth needed a, a, a signal of hope um, to be able to feel and know that this community. A signal of hope. Okay, cool. Now, nonprofits, the liberal limousine, which Reverend Radow, Reverend Radow stole from me, stole under my feet. Shout out to Reverend Radow on MSNBC. Shout out to Reverend. Shout out to the Reverend talking about he can't pay his bills. Shout out to National Nax. National Action Network, a million dollars a salary. Yeah, see? 
Shout out to him. These liberal, the liberal limousine. Let's take a, a memory lane. Let's take let's take a a stroll down the memory lane of the using the liberal limousine. Where's all the money from the George Floyd insurrection? With all these nonprofits pocketed, wasn't there a case? Phil, help me out. Wasn't there a case with with uh, Philando, where some some university? So hold on, let me pull this up. Wasn't there a case where some university? Uh, let me see, University Philando. It, it was like a hundred thousand dollars they got. It was a university professor. Yeah. Order to pay back on it. I'm gonna go to the Daily Mail in the in the UK. The UK sometimes be keeping it a hundred. Minnesota professor is ordered to give back 120 bands she raised in honor of Philando Castile, but kept instead of paying down the school children's lunch debts. $120,000. See, this is what happens to foundational blacks and descendants of slaves. Niggas get gunned down by race soldiers, and then you have a white person that gets a whole big bag. She should be going to jail. The Ferris fundraiser promised every dollar donated would help students in need, but prosecutors said of the 200,000 raised, only 80,000 went to the schools. This is typical in Minnesota up here. Complaints filed by Minnesota Attorney General's office, Keith, was that Keith? He should have charged her with all types of shit. Yep, it was Keith. Minnesota Attorney General Keith, my Keith, mind the store Keith, announced last week that it had reached a settlement agreement with Pamela Fergus, a professor of psychology at Metro State University. So Keith, you didn't charge her with a crime? Mind the store Keith didn't charge her with a crime. Ashton, what's happening? ZXs, you in the house. Thanks for joining tonight. Show appreciated. I want to know why mind the store Keith didn't charge her with a felony. Man, if that would have been a black on cold Negro up here in Minnesota, man, that would have been talking about Dr. Claude Anderson and John Henry Clark, and he would have raised that kind of money for a white woman that got killed by the police. If Muhammad Noor would have shot another white woman and he raised two, $2 million for her and kept a million, that nigga would be under the jail. That nigga would be eating cockroaches and, and, and soul bugs. She pocketed 25. I could understand. I could see that. Professor of psychology of all places. That's very interesting. Talking about there was a settlement. You get so basically what they did is they cut her a sweet deal. She was supposed to go to jail for some shit like that. Why didn't all that money talking about for the school's lunch? That why didn't why didn't that money go to Philando's family? This settlement helps to ensure that the money donors give in Philando's name will go back to where it is intended to help St. Paul kids who struggle to pay for school lunches, Ellison stated. Philando Castillo cared deeply about the children he served and the children loved them back. And that's how, and that's how, that's how you repay him. Wow. And his mother said, you should have put that money where it's supposed to go. These things are not for your personal gains. It's, it's not right. Yeah. Look at this lady. I'm gonna post this in the chat, sitting up there looking like an old Rosie O'Donnell. She looked like she had a few McDonald's. Pamela Fergus ordered to pay 120 grand back. She she's a psychologist. She knew what she was doing. See, Keith just gave her a sweet deal. Had that been a sister, 
Ashton says, um, I'm white. I could see that, Miss Ashton. I could clearly see that. Yeah, she got caught and she's not doing no jail time, man. You can't steal no, do no shit like that. Whoa, look at this. I'm looking at the youcaring.com, Philando feeds the children. The goal, she tried to get a million dollars. And I'm looking, it said $90,000. Man, I'm telling you. So she started the campaign on the site you caring as a semester project for a class with a modest goal of 5,000. Then once she seen the nonprofit liberal limousine hustle, she said, okay, I'm going to use my I'm white and I say so uh, standpoint. And she increased that shit to a million. Try to get a million dollars off a dead nigga's name. Damn, man. Black bodies. I'll tell you, it's a big price. You kill a nigga, man. You can make some money. The state's attorney office filed a civil lawsuit in Ramsey County District. A civil lawsuit? What about a criminal lawsuit? Deceptive solicitation of charitable contributions, failure to maintain proper records, and unregistered solicitation of contributions. Man, I'm telling you. That is crazy. Wow. That's very interesting. But there you go, the liberal limousine. He cares about them. Pill eight and half. And, and he gets a little audio for Kim. Open up the phone lines in a second. So it's 67, 57. John Kim. Touchdown left to Peyton ahead to Hawkins as a step Bill was going on him. Oh, this, hey, look, this is some of that audio that I got from that man. I played that game. There was this one guy named uh, Zalowski, or I can't remember his name, but I think he was a software engineer basically trying to get, um, doing like a little reel like a little play reel to probably try to see if he could work a play dead. And it looks very, very close to inside and limbo, some of the artwork. So I think that's part of his portfolio. I did a little digging, so I was able to find somebody that I suspect to be a software engineer play dead. Y'all, you know, y'all don't really fuck with video games all the time, but you know that one damn game. A little two hour, three hours. You gotta spend a lot of time. See, if you go over to Don Lemon, you can't hear no nuclear reactors. You can't hear no, you can't hear no, African no, no. Americans built this nation. Donald. You built this nation. You know, you're just starting to get real credit for that. Okay, I don't know if you know that. You're just starting to get, you built the nation. We all built it, but you were such a massive part of it. Bigger than you were given credit for. Does that make sense? Right? But through generations of blood, sweat, and tears, and you deserve a government that defends your interests, protects your families, and cares for our own citizens first. Doesn't this sound like somebody in office right now? I'm hating again, sorry. My administration is fighting with everyone and all our heart to reverse the pain inflicted by Democrat leaders and to deliver hope and opportunity and prosperity for all Americans, but for African-American communities all throughout our land. And our agenda is lifting up citizens of every background. That none of these artists was making real money. It was talented because these guys just want to deal. Like even you look at the guys now, mm. that that's probably big right now with social media. I just and, and, and as y'all could, you know, I'm playing the, 
I'm playing the instrumental that's on a new power show, Tommy Force or whatever. And I really like that beat. We got Master P, Grand Grandmaster Teacher Master P. Yeah, it was he said it was all lip service. He yeah, it was yeah, definitely, definitely. See, we we like you said, we should have cut a deal. Ice Cube tried to cut a deal. The platinum plan was just a remix Jim Crow Joe plan, but we didn't cut a deal. We lost all our leverage. Like you said last year, you you pointed that out to me. We could have had a healthy negotiation. They could have said, all right. But see, what happens is, is this wasn't a result of the young folks. This was a result of the old, the old guard, the old you's got the votes. You died because you got the right to vote type of niggas. We that that was all them that got Joe Jim Crow Joe in. He should have won that shit. He should have won that shit like Harry Houdini. He should have been able to put a damn aquarium over his head, tape it up with duct tape, and be drowned for 10 minutes. I mean, you can't beat Donald, you can't beat a non-politician. They the Democrats barely won that shit. And it was black folks that got it in, a bunch of dumb black Biden voters that that really was dying to get to the polls, literally dying to get to the polls. And now we have high-priced gas, race soldiers still smoking niggas. You got no-knock warrants that they're not even paying attention to. Race soldier, soldier, soldier Potter, <laughs> she got two years. You know what I'm saying? Like Minneapolis and shambles, fentanyl, fentanyl everywhere. Fentanyl everywhere. And you know, it, it's it's really sad, man. Seen they had in, in that was Master P. Master P was basically saying, you know, you need to negotiate. You need to know your worth. Don't don't get a three sixty deal. Well, we're gonna talk about that, and then Phil's gonna call up. We gonna have the foundational report extended. Be a young boy. He's the biggest YouTuber. Mm. You know, for his influencer, music. wow, influencers for his music. But think about the deals that this generation is doing. Yeah. So he did a deal. I looked at it. If I would have been on his team, he did a deal for $2 million for five records. So think about that. You got the money up front. But imagine what they get. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So we have to teach that to the next generation. Look at the bigger picture. Don't just look at the now. And see, NBA young boy was, I mean, he was the hottest of the hot, man. He, he was coming out kind of similar. If I had to, I haven't listened to a lot of his music, but I mean, he's got it. He was kind of coming out like Chief Keith came out. I mean, these guys could have asked for whatever. I mean, this this was equivalent to when Minneapolis was in, was in turned up mode. This was equivalent to the civil rights, the, the civil rights where shit was turning up. Shit was really turning up. Shit was getting burnt down. Shit was, they would have been like, man, we'll give you niggas reparations. We'll give you anything. Just fucking, just leave. Just please don't fuck up no more shit. Please. They would have gave him anything. And Grandmaster Teacher Master P, he's like, man, shit. You could have, you could have told they ass, you could have did like a one album deal. I think Keith did that. I'm not sure if Chief Keith did that, but you could have did like a one album deal. And you could have said, hey, I don't want nothing up front. This is a Cadillac Records situation. Just pay me what you owe me. You remember Howlin' Wolf from Cadillac Records? I think everybody needs to watch that. Cadillac Records was the epitome of getting the Master P deal. Howlin' Wolf 
when they brought him over to Cadillac Records, Howlin' Wolf was like, hey, I got this old rusty ass truck. I don't borrow against the stove. Pay me what you owe me. You know, and um, what's his name? Damn, I forgot his <laughs> I forgot his name. But he was, he's like, man, he's, welcome to Cadillac Records. Nigga had a Cadillac. He wasn't saving no money. He was he was shining. He had a nice Cadillac, had all the women and everything, but he didn't, but he was borrowing against the stove. Every time he does a tour, he does some records, he's always getting a new Cadillac. Howlin' Wolf, they didn't like Howlin' Wolf because Howlin' Wolf was changing the game. He came in there talking about, look, I got an old rusty, reliable truck. Just pay me what you owe me. And Howlin' Wolf came in there making hits. And he was trying to sprinkle a lot of the other blues artists with some game. You know, and Muddy Waters, yeah, Muddy Waters. And Muddy Waters was kind of mad. He was kind of jealous because Howlin' Wolf was coming in there grimy. He came in there with his werewolf howl. I got to find some Howlin' Wolf. Fuck that. We're going to play some damn Howlin' Wolf tonight. We're going to play some Howlin' Wolf. Hold on. Let me try to find some Howlin' Wolf. Smokestack Lightning. Hold on. Let me download this shit. We're going to play some Smokestack Lightning. Live in 1964. Let me see. Hold on. Yeah, we're going to play some Howlin' Wolf. Let me download this. We'll play this in a little bit. We'll come back to this. Howlin' Wolf. And that's what I did. I was like, man, yeah, that, that million dollars look good right now, but what about 10 years from now? Right. You know, I wouldn't be able to live like I live yeah, right now. and a taxable million and yeah. a recoupable million. Yeah. Rich, I'm gone. Yeah. That's a write-off for them. Yeah, man. You think about it, but you done sold your soul to a 360 deal that you have no knowledge of because you're in the ghetto. You're like... Millions I need it right now. Two million now sound like a lot of money. It's the hardest part about being with priority. That I changed my life from negative to positive. That's the hardest part? Watch this. Okay. Because I... My now, this is JT, the bigger figure. Bay Area legend, independent, be a mall. There's a lot of guys that you hear from right now. I think it was Kevin Gates, the Migos. It was a lot of dudes that you hear right now that got a lot of the game, I think even Rich the Factor as well, that got a lot of the independent Bay Area game from JT the Bigger Figure. JT the Bigger Figure, E-40, Too Short, all them guys from the Bay. Vallejo, San Francisco, Oakland, very independent-minded brothers. They wasn't into getting the TLC deal. They wanted the Master P deal. Master P actually moved to Richmond, California and got the game from the Bay Area. Guys selling trunks out of selling selling um tapes and CDs out of the trunk of their car. He went to the Bay Area to get the game and went back to Louisiana and had the game. So he was able to negotiate. You said healthy negotiations. He was able to negotiate with Priority Records at the time. Master P got one of the most powerful deals in the nation. Seventy five twenty five or eight. I think it was eighty five fifteen is what he got or something something crazy like that. He sat down with Michael Jackson's lawyer. He wanted to know what, what kind of deal do I need in order so I could retain everything. Michael Jackson's lawyer said, it's going to cost about, was it like 10, 15, 20 bands to sit down with me? He probably was like, damn, man, that's a lot of money. I got to just to sit down, talk to him for like 5, 10, 15 minutes. He said, but when you sit down with me, I'm going to tell you what you need. He said, are you going to get the Mike Jack deal? You're going to get Michael Jackson deal. So he sat down with Michael Jackson's lawyer. He paid him like 15, 20,000, sat down with him for five minutes. 
He told him, look, you need a distribution deal. You need a pressing and distribution deal. So you own the masters. You own, you, you, you know what I'm saying? You own, you ain't no sharecrop deal. This ain't a picking any plantation politic deal. This is a, you, you a man, you own, you are the man. Working for the man, no, you are the man. And you own it all, you know? And that's what he did. Went back to priority records. They're like, hey, you got to sell 100,000 on your own. They were like, this nigga ain't going to sell that 100,000. Masterpiece sold that 100,000. I know priority records was sick. They probably was throwing up. <laughs> they probably had the runs. <laughs> they probably were walking around like the walking dead. You know, they was sick. Like, damn, we should have never did that. They still regret that deal that Master P did. They still regret that deal. My dream deal came to the table, but that same year, 95, October 16th, they wanted to put my album out October 10th. So something that's about to change the black man's face in America is about to happen through the man who inspired me, Mr. Farrakhan. Ice Cube was my favorite rapper, but he fell out with priority about that black power shit. Right, right, and right. And wanted to be one of his masters. And you know, wanted his, you know, he wanted to be a man. <laughs> so me, want to discuss more political. Welcome to the Bagland Podcast. This is Bagland DP, where we discuss politics, tech, and tangibles. If it's not about that, I don't want to hear it. Promoting these black-owned businesses. It's been a while since I promoted some black-owned businesses. Let's, let's get it started. Phil Solomon, if you want to give, go ahead and give us a call, you can promote it, but I'll start. Phil Solomon Restoration, LLC, wall repair, toilet insulation, cabinets, doors, sinks, painting, carpentry, call 612-298-9852. 15 to 20 hours per week to drive the company truck. Now offering limo services, truck drivers. CDL is not required. And also www.accelerateclasses.com for your Excel, Python, Data Science, SQL, Aura, coding, HTML, CSS boot camps, and my man Terrence Green Animation Boot Camp. Go to www.learnanimationbootcamp.com and my man Yay is here. Uh, go into www.lifejuiceus.com. You can get some, you don't got to drink none of that naked crap. You can go ahead and get you some pure, fresh pressed juices straight out of Minneapolis. And also, my man over here, www.onpointarmsllc.com. Buy your firearms, you might just need them right about now. This brother's out of uh, Colorado, not too far from Denver. Make sure you get your legal conceal and carry or your permit license. Make sure you you at least got to have your uh, your license to uh, to to purchase here in Minnesota. That lasts for one year. Now you cannot carry. You cannot legally carry. You have to get the conceal and carry license, which I think covers maybe three to five years from the county sheriff, I believe. So definitely uh check out onpointarmsllc.com onpointarmsllc.com all right what else do we got here well nothing else at the moment but you can ask actually go to www.beingblackinit.com to get your 
To get the only information technology career guide in North America that details the Black experience in corporate enterprise. And while you're at it, if you're interested in getting Azure certified, there's a class coming up. So you could basically click on the link there. Let's see, is there a link link for that? Let's, let's double check. If there's not a link for it, there is not, there's actually not a link for it. So I'm gonna have to contact them and see if they can put a link up. We're gonna have a good healthy discussion here. The phone lines are now open. The phone lines are now open. We're gonna talk about the Howland Wolf deal, the Master P deal. I also wanna talk about the fentanyl situation that's going on right now. There was a situation out here in Maplewood, Minnesota and some woman is charged with second degree manslaughter and the death of, a three, of her three-year-old son due to fentanyl poisoning. This is one of the worst things. That's why you should not have drugs around your children. Mr. Solomon, I'm hearing that niggas is riding around in Cadillacs on 26th and Penn and also on Cedar Riverside. I'm hearing that Jim Crow Joe has passed a reparations package. I heard the fentanyl heads are not the walking dead anymore. And I heard that Franklin Avenue was looking like the Taj Mahal. Is that true? Well, the niggas, if the, the niggas is riding around here, riding around in Cadillacs, it's only if the police switch to Cadillacs. If the police now driving Cadillacs, that's the only way these niggas is riding around in Cadillacs around here. As far as the fentanyl heads walking dead, they ain't walking dead anymore because they ain't walking. They just dead. So the fentanyl heads is riding around. They're getting, you so you're saying nah, they ain't even riding. They just they dead. Walk, they just walking, man. It's it, this area is just like a zombie zone when you walk around. Oh, you don't man. have to worry about what did you nobody think about? doing nothing to you. Was it? Go ahead. Yeah. What Can What you did you me? think about? Oh yeah, yeah. I could yeah I could hear you. It's a short delay, right. but I think that's just you know. Um, what did you think about the whole ordeal? It sounded like a good gesture, but I had to start looking at the overall standpoint here. You know, you got the liberal limousine, which Reverend Radow has been stealing from me. You got the liberal limousine that's making millions of dollars. I mean, you've seen that hundred and something thousand dollars. They trying to get these niggas only $10,000 for a scholarship so they could go back and work for the man. Why not give them a $10,000 grant? Y'all got the fucking money. What did you think about that? Well, I thought it goes with, you know what I mean? It goes with what America is based on. I mean, when you say, like, why should they give them that? Because that, that would make the race, that would help the race prosper. And that's never been what the, the capitalistic white man has never embraced. So it's never, it's never been white people embraced. So that's why race. You sound like you're going far. You, you, say, you sound really far away. I, I can hear you. It sounds like you're kind of. How about now? It, it sounds better now. I don't know what you did. Well, yeah, that's when a, a, a well, that's how race soldiers operate. They dangle, they dangle carrots. They dangle a carrot just to keep you. You know what I mean? Just to keep you going. They will never give uh, foundational blacks what it takes. You know what I mean? What the necessary things to to prosper. But the problem is is you waiting on it. 
So, like, when you look at something like reparations, DP, and all your listeners, you got to take into account that getting reparations from, from race soldiers is like you waking up tomorrow morning, calling the IRS and say, hey, what do I owe you? I'm going to just pay you that right now. <laughs> When people typically when people pay the IRS, they pay it out of force. Yeah. You see yeah. what I'm saying? Yep. I knew. Which is which is yes, the sir. same thing that has to and, and then they get collection agencies that call you, threaten you. And and that's what needs to happen in this situation. Foundationals had it during the nationwide George Floyd um um rioting to the point where foundational blacks had America by the balls. Had there been a spokesman and had there been a leadership and hierarchy, somebody you could have went to and said, hey, what can we do to call off all these dogs? Well, we want reparations. We want any foundational that graduates from college gets a $20,000 grant. You could have had anything you wanted. You could have had everything all them other races want. Hell, illegals coming to America. And as long as they vote for a certain a certain uh, party, they get every all benefits. This sounds really good now. Now your audio sounds really good. Now ten thousand yeah. dollars scholarship. I don't. I'm not saying it's a bad thing. My thing is, it's like, all right, man. They started Why bragging. Well, we raised one. We raised. That's another question I had. We raised one million dollars, and uh, and I'm like, all right. So you got the money. Why not give them a grant for an LLC? So when they get out, and then the other, the bigger question I've been, and I've been pushing this for a while, but of course I'm hating. People say that I've been hating. Um, so. Why not have an IT certification program? I know they can afford it. They definitely can because the liberal limousine has been cashing in on black bodies in Minnesota for about a good three and a half years now. Why can't they have, and all this, all this would cost us 15000 at the most. Why can't they have in North High an IT certification program? The Microsoft certifications is 150 bucks a piece. You remember I sent you the, the image. Okay, $150. Then here's math here 150 bucks times 12 months of experience is 55k at least. I'm, I'm just saying, it's a bare guideline here, or a okay. pair of Jordans for 150 dollars times 12 months is 150 dollars. And attention, why can't they have an IT certification program in North High and get these niggas ten thousand dollars a piece? for and and what they got to do is they got to go to another foundational or go to another non-foundational brother from the diaspora from the diaspora and say look here's my business plan here's my llc walk them downtown to hennepin county and ramsey county here's your llc you know what i'm saying here's your business oh you want a storefront we gonna give you the ukraine treatment see i gotta start using terms like that we gonna give you the illegal alien treatment See, we foundational, well, so now all, I can't can talk you... like the foundational. Right, let me let me get the illegal alien treatment. Could a nigga get a a, a business grant on t- the max's ten thousand dollar grant that he got from high school, and can he get a a a, a business um commercial loan like you giving the well, Ukrainians and illegal aliens? When it will happen, that kind of stuff will happen when foundational stop stop looking to- towards race soldiers for that. Cause you're only gonna get crumbs. You you know what I mean? Right. Why not? Why not hold? I mean, you got to think about it. How many foundational blacks just today in the four NBA games I watched just today? How many? Forget millionaires. How many people did I see that make twenty five, thirty million dollars a year? 
that is part of the reason why race soldiers just give crumbs because when they're questioned internally, they're saying, well, why are you questioning me? You rooting for this guy that makes $50 million a year and he ain't done a fucking thing. Mm, that's deep. Foundationals through all the money that foundational black athletes generate in America, they can shut shit down just right there. Easily. Easily. If I that played, was the goal. I played audio. I played audio for Sean Kemp. Sean Kemp Sean was a Kemp, Hall of Famer. What was that about? Yeah, I, I played some not, audio. You, he would he would have been would, a Hall of he Famer. He wasn't a Hall of Famer. If he was Sean, no, Sean Kemp won some dunk contests. The Seattle Supersonic, Sean Kemp. He got on drugs. I heard he. 50 million kids out of the Oh, not the bastard baby situation. You know, I heard he. I heard that he created. I heard he created a. You way far away, it sounds like. I heard he created a dispensary is doing pretty good. Yeah, yeah. And he owns some Starbucks out there. Starbucks, Magic Johnson. Yeah, he ruined his career, his career, but I mean, but when it comes to, you know what I mean, when it comes to uh, race soldiers, that's always the internal thing. They, 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 they probably look at it, you know what I mean, internally, your um, Mitch McConnell's and these kind of people, and they're sitting around, they're like, wow. They're, they're, they're looking at, wow, LeBron James, Michael Jordan, since you bring him up, people spend their last dollar on these people's sneakers, and they don't even do nothing for nobody. Yeah, Michael Jordan has enough money to say any foundational that graduates and wants to go to college after your first year of college, I'm going to square you up. He has enough money. I mean, these guys have that kind of power. And that's what race soldiers look at. Like, you're, you have the powers right there. You just, you, they create a world where the haves and the have-nots. But in the same token, there's something that race soldiers do that... Um, Actually, every other race but foundationals does is they forget about lanes. Mm. You know what I mean? They don't spend time thinking about how they can enhance a lane's life or white people get 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 if they see some lame white motherfuckers, they'll put them on a disability, get them a check, get them the fuck out of here. You know what I mean? They're they're not factors in the, you know what I mean? You look at any Mexicans, you look at Africans, especially Africans, they're cut off game. If you ain't on code, it's, it's through the roof. Foundationals are spending too much time worried about motherfuckers that aren't on code. They need to be ostracized and not interacted with. And they need to be pointed out. You know what I'm talking about? You need to look more at it. And when you see somebody, look more than what kind of shoes is he wearing. Like, does this guy have a career? Is he doing something? You know, it just becomes it becomes a, it becomes a, a constant, constant game. I see... How many people I could have employed in this neighborhood? Nobody in this area asked me for a job, and everybody asked you for some money. I'm getting what ready about to start the an unemployment agency. Yeah, you I'm should. Ready to start what, an what unemployment you... agency, but you will see most of my money, and the clients won't be people from this neighborhood. These people have been indoctrinated. They've been indoctrinated that I only get paid when the white man says. The white man says I what get do you a think check about... on the first, and I get food stamps on the fifteenth. I'm good. What let me ask That's you a question. What do you people. think about hello? Can you hear me? Think about, yeah, can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. No, I was just making sure. I think I clicked some. Um, okay, what do you think about the Jordan versus IT? The $150 for a pair of Jordans versus $150 <laughs> for 
attempting to 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 get an IT certification. What is more profitable? Sounds great on paper, DP, but there's a whole phrase I always use. You cannot speak logical with people that have no logic. So, you know what I mean? That's like beating a dead horse. There are certain people in this world, it's, a, it's an actual, it, it's not a mental condition, it's a mental trait. It's called self-destructive personality. You know what I'm talking about? That's why you see people that have drug problems, but they don't go to rehab. When there's a million rehabs, you see alcoholics that don't go to treatment. It's something called a self-destructive mentality. The best thing with people like that is to avoid them. You know, so that logic, what you're saying, that's a completely logical explanation. But for you having to even explain that to somebody will tell you that they have no logic. What do you, you think about this case? Thirty-five-year-old man. You tell a thirty-five-year-old man you wear a brand new pair of Jordans that cost three, four hundred dollars when you could have signed up for this program for one hundred and fifty, and you'd be making fifty, sixty k a year. You think they don't know that? There's a, there's a million programs for people, man. It's, it's just you know, it's just that energy that you're spending on that. You should be trying to seek out these kids that are just graduating from high school. And uh, maybe they're going to get their, their high school diploma, but they don't have uh, You need to be putting flyers out in all these high schools. They might be graduating from high school, but they don't have no plan. These old hard-legged ass, spindly-legged, 35-year-old motherfuckers, man, they ain't really even worth your time. Unless they already got some. You know what I mean? Like, they already I got noticed that. I noticed that. They're just looking for some kind of extra talent. Like, if I get involved in it, I'd just be looking for an extra skill. Something I can just put on my, you know, put in my back pocket. Now I got an IT certification. I can do this and this. I noticed the older people. Try to get a I know year old man, man. They've developed a lot of bad habits already. I noticed the old, the, the, the young people, they're a lot more open to hearing something new. Minds are fresh. What do you think about this case do, here? DP, hold on. The hardest thing a person can do is rewrite their own mistakes. So when you get a 35-year-old, instead of thinking, my life starts today, he's going to be thinking about 10, 15 years that he done fucked up. When you get these kids, these fresh kids, man, they just, you know, they might not have no outlet after high school. You know, they expended themselves getting their high school diploma. That's like, what am I going to do after high school? Shit, you sign up for this. Drop $150, you can make $50,000, $60,000 a year. Boom. You know, that, that's where you need your avenue is to get with them high school kids. You don't spill me like that as niggas are running around here, man. They're a waste of time, bro. They've been, especially yeah, in Minnesota, when it's easy just to get a check. How many people do you know that I know per personally, personally, that their goal is either to get the, the, the disability check or already have it and have attained their goals? That right there takes a oh, whole people. race of people and washes them. So you talking people, somebody people about move here IT for that. Degree. Yes. 99% People move of here people, for that. Well, not only do they move here for a DP, Minnesota, one of the reasons why they offer that is to get people to move here. Because you got to think, what other reason would anybody besides something to do with money be moving to Minnesota? You live in Chicago, 
and you could get 700, 800, which is hard out there, you would stay there. But they know, okay, Minnesota is a state. We can't get nobody to. Why do you think, DP, think about it. This is a cornball state. You know, they've been here your whole life. This is a cornball state. Why do they have the biggest mall in America? Why does every sports team got a new fresh stadium? It's unheard of in sports. Everybody gets their own stadium. You don't see shit like that in sports, DP. Do your research. You don't do. You don't see everybody shares. At some point, you share a stadium with people. The Gophers, the Twins, the Timberwolves, the Vikings, they all, the Wild. Forgot about them. They all got their own stadiums because of the money. The Wild has their own stadium? Yeah, out in St. Paul, downtown St. Paul with XL. That's their shit. Wow. You might see a concert in there, but but that was built for them. So think about that. And hockey is a big draw in Minnesota. So think about that. All that is because. Okay, when you got all these illegal or not illegals, but all these immigrants and refugee camps trying to come to America, oh Minnesota, we'll take them. Because guess what they all do? They all go to the store and they all buy things and then they become taxpayers. So now you get a state like Minnesota that would not get any people moving here, would get way more people moving out than moving in. Now you get a state to prosper. It's it's a simple game. That's why now you're getting, you're going to see a whole lot of people from Ukraine. They're going to be here in Minnesota. They already said 50,000 Afghans are coming. Now, where, where do you think they're the going to move? Minneapolis, where do you think they're going to move? Hennepin County, not just Minneapolis. Hennepin County, brother. And guess what they'll all okay, do? Now. They'll go to the Cubs, they'll go to Walmart, and they'll buy things. And then now Minnesota can have an actual state. Now, was my prediction correct? When the Floyd what? insurrection occurred, when the Floyd insurrection occurred and that Raising Canes was put there and they remodeled Target and, 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 and Wendy's looks like he dying and all of that, was I correct in my prediction that they were going to bring immigrants over here and probably start giving them businesses? Uh, I just seen something right here and I want to, t- I, we talked about this briefly. Um, now, this is in California, but this is a good case study. California Democrat bill would let illegal immigrants become 12. Yeah. Can you believe that? As long as they're on, yeah. Illegal Why immigrant. they're on code. How hard is it for the Illegal immigrants can be a cop. Yeah. You vote you voting. Mm. And it gets, how hard is it, DEP, in today's era? Where cops are, are being prosecuted and camera phones and all this. It's kind of hard for these guys to find cops that are on code. So we can breed them. We'll teach them, we'll breed them, and we'll breed a new generation of... And then now, for foundationals, the, the hate's coming from all different directions. You got your old traditional race soldiers that hate foundationals. Now you got the coon immigrants that come in and get get uh, benefits in America in exchange for cooning. And then you have the actual coon who is becoming a force in America, DP. Whether yeah. we like it or not. Yeah. Guys like Officer Tatum, his YouTube page, this guy's getting 200 views of a, a clip, brother. That's a million what is his, views What is week. his rhetoric? He ain't playing. 100% What is his rhetoric? Cooning. What? Ain't no black motherfucker done nothing so, right in his opinion. Cooning. And you know where that comes from? He was oh, a former man. cop. 
Yeah, he was a former police officer, so you know that. You know? And that, this is something that I said this to Tucson, who does a lot of advocate work, but he's, you know, might not really know what's going on in the streets. You know what I mean? So I try to tell him, you need to be yeah. fighting for the, the practices and how they hire police officers because they look for they look for people that are not black that don't identify with their race. So if they hire a Mexican, they want them to hate Mexicans. That's who they're looking for. They hire a black dude. They want one of them motherfuckers that hate a coon. When have you ever I was seen in Minneapolis a foundational black cop that was down? You, you see know, him I in was like on Philadelphia. One of films. Who? You know, I he he interviewed me. He interviewed me one time. Yeah, he know. I mean, he he you know, means well in everything he's doing. Yeah, you know, so but like, there's certain I mean, things I told him. You need to be looking at that the, the hiring practices. That's really where the key is, DP. The hiring. What 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 are the practices? What, what what are they looking for? So when they see a real nigga like DP goes in there to apply to be a cop, you're gonna at some point they're just gonna say, Oh, you failed this. You know what I'm saying? Oh, you gotta go. You know what I mean? Yeah, that they, needs to be looked at. Yeah, they ain't let me. Yeah, they won't let yeah, me. They, they be like, no, nah, nigga. First of all, they're gonna talk to you. They're gonna see he's not a coon. I don't care if you Built like a football player. Oh, he's not a coon. We're not interested. That is the ever ever ending fight. Ever ending fight. Did, did you hear about Kim? Did Potter? you hear about? Did you hear what happened? No, no. She got she got transferred without her approval. Her husband's been all over the internet talking about it. Hmm, let's look this up. Hold on. Yeah, they transferred her to Iowa. The reason they do that, oh police are like, like Derek Chauvin, he's going to be transferred a lot during his time. They try to do that so the police don't get special treatment from the other police officers. Really, that's a real. But Iowa, I mean Iowa, man, they love race soldiers in Iowa. I've been, I, I, I did some work out there. I took an IT contract one time for Cargill, bro. Oh, yeah. Man, that is a race soldier. Niggas is in code out there, boy. The race soldiers got them on code out there. Ain't no bucket in Iowa, boy. That's the home of them race soldiers. Ain't no bucket. You know what I mean? Ain't none of that. Niggas, they wasn't riding out there. No, uh, they wasn't. They, 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 they give you. They, I remember they wasn't riding. They, Ooh, it's on code, brother. Locking yeah, they, South they, Dakota, um, I, I, North Dakota. You didn't hear no riding out of there. No, they haven't. No Montana, you know no, these no, states actually all. exist. Ain't no right, no George. You say anything about George Floyd, you probably get a, uh, you probably get a, a motherfucking charge. You know. Yeah. But what do you feel? <laughs> yeah. How do you feel about Kim Potter being transferred to Iowa and away from her kids? Well, you know they tried to use that rhetoric thing where they said, okay, well she's away from her kids, but the thing is, is they transferred, you know, race soldiers don't get fired, they get transferred. And what I mean by that is, is this is for the betterment. They gonna make sure she's nice and comfortable. She's in Iowa. It's gonna be guards coming up to her like, hey, you know, pulling her to the side like, hey, you know that 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 was that was that was that was what it was. Like, yeah, we 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 respect that shit. You know what I'm saying? Well, that's that's how they, they gonna look at her. They they that's why yeah, they transfer, so they transfer them. So they don't get special. You know, Arredondo, cops. Even the chief, Arredondo, 
he probably seen what they did with him is he he got up on there. You got to think he was talking to a lot of these activist niggas out here in Minnesota and stuff. So he didn't really want to make it look like he wasn't going to be, you know what I'm saying? So, so what they did with him is that when he got up on there, you got to think he couldn't really say that, that, that the Chauvin and all of them did the right thing. He couldn't say that because they were trying to do this little fake ass bridge in between black and community, black and, you know, black and black community and policing needs to get better and all this BS so he didn't really he didn't really want to say, well, yeah, man, um, he did his job as a cop. He's he felt his he, he was threatened and all that. He couldn't say that. So I think he gets gracefully bowed out. Like, okay, I'm out of here. Yeah, he resigned. Well, he said, I mean, Okay, he, I'm not gonna take look the at the drop. narrative. Look at the narrative, DP. Look at the last so the police chief before him was a gay woman. Now it's a black dude. And then another gay woman. At a certain point, he probably mm-hmm. thought he was gonna really. He probably thought he was really gonna affect change. You know. And then at a certain point, he probably realized I ain't nothing but a coon. You know what I'm saying? I ain't. Ain't nobody giving a fuck about what I'm talking about. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, all I'm doing is just they got me out here cooning. They don't even care about what I got to say. They probably guy gave him a script. That's what you're gonna say when you yeah. get on stage. You know what I mean? What's wrong with you? So he probably, hey, guess what? He no matter what, he can say whatever he want. He cool for a small period of time. He cool because if I was a police chief, I'd have said uh, what they did to George Floyd is wrong. You know, I'd have spoke out about it right away. You know what I mean? Now it's a cool thing to do. What do you now? What do you think about this fentanyl thing? This this woman in Maplewood, Juanita. Quinita Jeanette McDaniel, guilty of neglect of endangerment and the death of her boy. You know, out here in Maplewood, man, I mean, he's three years old. They say he ingested drugs. And they talking about she could face a max of 10 years. Why she ain't getting life? Like, like what, what's going on with this fentanyl? This, you know what I'm saying? She'll probably end up just getting treatment in the long run. Well, fentanyl... Okay, at one time in South Minneapolis, your dog could have got a script for Percocet and hard pain pills. It was just a thing that was flowing in the city. So what happened is, is the Native American community got hooked on that shit. They no longer cared about alcohol or anything else. And a lot of young people got hooked on it. So the city, instead of, you know, realizing what they did, and, and slowly, you know, cutting back, they just cut back all the way. So you got all these people that were hooked on Percocet and they just moved on to fentanyl. Fentanyl is a pain pill that's given to like football players. You know what I mean? Real large oh, individuals. Okay. Yeah, it's so it's a it's a, it's subscribed. It's given a lot it's given a it's a pain med for large individuals. But these people are shooting it up, snorting it. You know, and it, it, Minneapolis has a pandemic, an issue with it, and it will always have an issue with it. America does. And Minnesota is a place that you can go, well, I'm homeless. Give me a check. Give me EBT. Give me all that. So you're getting people from other states that are coming over here for that reason. Don't think there isn't a network for drug addicts. There is. They got blogs and all that shit, too. You get your ass out to Minneapolis. You know, you can be a drug addict there. At least you'll have 
three, four hundred dollars a month for food, and you'll have you know a couple hundred, seven, eight hundred dollars above. And if you're at least somewhat sane minded, you can get you a grip. Other states, man, that's what they can laugh at you, man. You sound far away. You sound really, really far away. How about now? A little better. It used to sound yeah, really, really good. Now. You can hear me now. Yeah, I can hear you now. Maybe you were walking around. Yeah, yep, so yep, other yep. states will okay. just laugh at you, man. And they have all them benefits for drug addicts. What about East St. Louis? Or no, you was in Flint. What do you or was that Flint? It, and Flint and East St. Louis. Both. I have property in both. East St. Louis is okay Louis now. Is dead I'll zone, talk about Would you, if you had the choice to live between either property, which one would you live at? Flint. No, no question about it. Flint's better than East St. Louis? Kill you in East St. Louis. East St. Louis DP is a murder capital of America. Okay, there's a lot of ignorant people with guns out there, brother. It's, 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 it's different. And it's not the police is not investigating certain things. <clears throat> it's a different world, brother. I just to put it to you that way. Flint, Michigan is just poor, man. It's just poor. I mean, with within poor, there's obviously crime. Don't get me wrong. But it's nothing like East St. Louis. East St. Louis, brother, you gotta you gotta worry about walking to the store. You know, it's it's not so a game. Now, 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 is it is it organized kind of like, you know, far as uh, you no know, like crime families or whatever? Is it? No, no. Oh, so every man, it, every it, man for themselves. Just a bunch of ignorant people. There might be little groups, you know what I'm saying? But there's 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 nobody getting money to that level. It's just a bunch of people killing each other. Drug dealers get to a certain point, pop them. Certain point, pop them. Certain point, pop them. Here in Minnesota, shit like that. Other drug dealers just snitch on other drug dealers. There, they kill them, and think, okay, now I'm Damn. the man. I got his clientele, you know. So like a coup, so it's, it's a coup. <clears throat> yeah, it's a coup. It's a constant stream. That's why, in a place like that, you nobody prospers because you're a you're staying there, so you're gonna you're just a moving target. It's just like you remember when the locks had it out with Benzino years ago. I think I heard about that a little bit. I don't know much about it. Do you know it. what? Do you know what the, the, the Boston police told the locks after the altercation was over? You should have shot him. Damn. Yeah. You should have killed him. So when you get to that point and you're a drug kingpin, even the police are against you. They, they don't really, they, I mean, in a sense that they ain't worried about somebody murking you. They might even tell some shitty cuz. They're going, you know, if you see dude, Merc dude, you know what I'm saying? We'll look out, you know? Because so they the know locks and, your the money's locks, so long. The locks got into it with Benzino. Years ago. And, and the police told the locks, y'all should have murked them. And then when Benzino and the locks squashed it, they told him that. That's, damn, that's that's pretty, that's why did the, why did the Boston? I've been to Boston. Remember, I told you I've been to Boston. Why did the yeah, Boston? Yeah, well, it's a point I'm alluding to that 
That's why you don't see big time kingpins in places like that. They might be making a little money because once you get to that point and the police know you're so big that we really can't bust you because you're not holding any drugs. You see what I'm saying? You got the whole network. So what they do is they find a shitty cuz and get rid of you. So you got the police, you got haters. Yeah, you got, that's why that drug kingpin shit sounds good in the movies and on the East Coast and on the West Coast. The Midwest, you rarely do you see that. You'll see people get getting money. There's a difference between getting money and nigga, you're paid. Like what's that old movie, uh, Paid in Full? Like them kind of niggas throwing around wads of thousand dollar bills. That's money. This shit here is just somebody getting a few dollars. If you really equate that shit, they're making the same money a nigga that fucking working at McDonald's is making. Let's keep it real. Out here. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Oh, they got a yeah, nice car. They got a nice fit. They don't got no rent. They ain't paying rent. They probably living with their mom. I knew a nigga named Ace that lived around here, hustled for 25 years, living with his mom and dad, never had shit. Damn. You know, it's a, yeah, and he could have had everything. It's just a game. And that's why... Police, police, they wanted to shut down drug dealing, they would. This shit is so petty to them. They ain't worried about it. They ain't worried about it. You know what I mean? In a place like Seward, they don't mind drug dealers, DP. They only mind successful drug dealers. There's a difference. There's such a fine line between the two. They ain't worried about this nigga that is flipping packages and probably making $100 in profit. It's just breaking even and just acting like he's hustling. They worried about him. They worried about the dude who is hustling and buying homes with it. And smart took drug money. Look at Benzino. Some... Benzino took drug money and bought high half the source. You know what I mean? When they fi- so when they when say he... they fired him, when they say they fired him, what do they mean by they fired him? How do you fire a boss? Because what happened is this: is when a company becomes a publicly traded company. And it's on the stock market and things like that. Now you have shareholders and you have a shareholder committee. And when those people vote you off and what happens is, oh. is you're, you're, you're forced to sell your prop, your, your ownership at the market rate value that it's worth right now. So say if me and you owned a company that's worth 200 million and it's a publicly traded company. And then you didn't say some crazy shit about somebody or you got in trouble or you kept and all the stockholders and shareholders voted you out. That would mean if that company's worth two million and you own half, you're gonna we're gonna give you a hundred million and get the fuck out of here. So that's what happens when a company is gets that big. That you can so get let me boxes. ask you, let me ask you this here. All right, now yeah, me, you and I have personally talked about well, we well, we sent a couple little links and to some of the shit now i i went back because i remember you remember i used to be i'd be a real i was a huge fan of don diva that was like the real underground and, and murder dog that was a real under underground core they didn't even have necessarily you know put it like this in order to get into the murder dog you had to be somebody like gangster gibbs or sebo or the loonies or they didn't really do too many mainstream dudes like that. They, they they really dealt with the mud and the gutter. They didn't really deal with no, for example, like a Takashi. He would never get in that no shit like that. Because first of all, Murder Dog, that magazine, it was thorough, but they would probably pull up in the hood. 
in the interview you you know what i'm saying that they wouldn't mm -hmm. they're not gonna let no they're not gonna interview no rudy poo niggas they gonna they gonna interview somebody that's really 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 you know what i'm saying like they they got a name they underground but they're but they're on the way so they'll interview someone like yuck mouth or they'll interview someone like sebo or e40 or whatever and they had the don diva magazines and the feds magazines those were some of my favorites so they were a little more guttered than the than the um they were uh, a little more guttered than the uh the source i noticed when benzino called out eminem it's almost like the rest of the industry pretty much took they took you know kind of took sides and what one thing i didn't like because you know i i listened to some of him shit but i always thought he was just a corny ass white boy from detroit to hang with some niggas but i always looked at it like okay don't don't discredit what niggas is saying just because this motherfucker done then went 10 times platinum if you if you using some race social tactics oh you were a teen no nah, there's white dudes that i grew up with that ain't never called nobody no nigga so when you start saying some shit like that, I'm like, all right. Even even though I know M got him on the bars, I'm not I'm not looking at that no more. I'm looking at it like, okay, when he put that tape out, they said, "Well, it backfired." That was the industry saying, "Well, what we gonna let him go?" And I'm like, no, nah, that ain't no real nigga shit. Well, but that's the industry, so I understand. Okay, so at first, first thing is this, cause see, the first time. Just to give your listeners some context, the first time I ever heard of Benzino or the Made Men was in your room in River Bluff, maybe 20-some years ago. Right? Damn. When I found out how he yeah. came up, you know, I said, wow, this dude right here is authentic. So what happened is when he called out Eminem at first, people thought it was just clout chasing. You know how like a an uh, up-and-coming rapper would call out a big shot. But nobody yeah. was listening to what Benzino was saying. But here's the real thing that Benzino didn't really realize. Eminem's fans were white people who didn't care about the N-word. They actually thought they had a pass because right. he did it. There's, you know what I mean? Eminem, Eminem was, I can't, I'm like you. I, I, I like some Eminem songs like I like some of a lot of people's songs. But if Eminem was black, he would have never heard of them. If Eminem oh, yeah, was a five, sure. foot, he, five foot five, 150 pound black kid with blonde hair, saying the exact same things, you would have said, well, get this cornball ass dude out. Right, what the fuck is this? You know what I mean? He would admitted never that. Happened. Yeah, he admitted that. He admitted he that several no times. He was, He's got no yeah. choice. But we're Benzino, and then Eminem's got people like 50 Cent cooning for him. Benzino's career is over this week. You know what I mean? And um, you got, I did a lot of, you know, research on this because Benzino was one of my guys. His come up, I mirrored in a lot of ways, but he broke my heart this week. Because first, he's coming out of, you know, when you check in, check out of a hotel, you got to check out at a certain time, right? So Benzino right. is checking out late. So they call the police. He's like two hours late to check out. When the police show up in the room, He's got his stuff packed, and he's like, hold on. I got my friend is in there taking a shower. Hmm, this is odd. Right. You know? But he find out his friend is another guy. And this is on the, you know, like <laughs> when the police, when they arrest you, it's on the body cam, and then the website released. All Benzino's arrests all got released this week. 
So, yeah. It goes, well, what the hell are you doing in a hotel room with another guy? Y'all sharing the same shower and y'all got money. The fuck is, you know what I mean? Right. The red roof. It was at the Red Roof Inn. It was about 60, 70 bucks a night. Get him a room. Get yourself a room. What the hell is this? So, $60? Whoa, wait a minute. Red, red, red Roof is cheap. That's a motel, brother. There's not going to be Okay, so he was trying to... So he was trying to be low key because you got to think. Uh, let, let's right, be clear. To be low I key. wouldn't even get that, bro. I wouldn't even get that, bro. I'm gonna get some at least. It's like once something a night, at least. Yeah. And what are you gonna do? You would know. For, even if you're at the red roof, you are gonna get him a room, your man's a room, and then get yourself a room. Especially if you're a celebrity, you know what I mean. You're not gonna share a room. Right. Share a, uh, uh, unless you fucking. And then, on top of that. Uh, choke, no choke. I don't know if you're familiar with him. He I heard of him. Brought the, he brought the nigga on. Like, hey, we got it. What's going on here? So he brought Benzino's friend on. Benzino's friend said we were working on Benzino's autobiography. And, and we rented a hotel room so we could sit down and really, you know, really work on the book. Okay, fair enough. But how are you two hours late for your call at checkout? What are you, the fuck are you doing in there where you can't respond to people for two hours? That's a long time. Unless y'all would both sleep or something. And then. Right. So now Benzino is questioned about it. By, you know, Queen Flip. Flip. You said, you said who? He questioned Benzino. Benzino said he came out to L.A. to trap for the week. Uh, Queens Flip. Flip. There's a dude on YouTube. Okay. Got a YouTube okay. show. Queens. Yeah, Queens Flip. Flips. Yeah. So he told Benzino. He asked Benzino about it. Benzino's story is, I came out to L.A. to hustle, and dude was helping me. Hmm. Okay. So w why are y'all sharing a room, taking showers, yeah. and the dude lives in that state? So why would he just take a shower when he went home? You know what I mean? I ain't sharing. I'm not taking a shower after another man. So that's strike one. This has got nothing to do with 50 Cent. Right. 50 Cent is reacting towards this transsexual, I guess, model or actress or something named Shauna Brooks, who has recordings of her talking to Benzino, Ray Benzino. And, and she's telling him... I'm going to let the world know about us. I'm tired of, uh, you know, being in the closet. You know, you a celebrity, you on love and hip hop. I'm going to let the world know. So that, that means that that means that that nigga has a history with this person, if that's true. <laughs> yeah. And he's on. She's recording them. And then he's saying, you don't know what this would do to me, what this would do to my career. You can't do this. You're being selfish. Why are you gonna do that? I got kids. Wow. Da 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 da. Yeah. Really? And then his baby mama, his baby mama that was on the show, Athea, she confirmed it. She said, yeah, he used to like me to stick things up his ass. Oh. Yeah, so well, he's, 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 he is threatening 50 Cent. But my issue with 50 Cent is, is why? It's because Eminem, Benzino is dropping an album. At 56 years old, he's dropping out. I heard a couple of tracks. It's not really, it's like that kind of Joe Biden, Joe Budden kind of weird, you know, that like love and hip hop music. You know what I'm talking about? But 
you know he's gonna have yeah. some battle bars for Eminem. So that's why Eminem sent his his little why, lack. Why of would Curtis. he have battle bars for Eminem? Why would he have battle bars for Eminem when they when they they squashed it a long time ago? So supposedly. Yeah, but when he he Ray Benzino is dropping an album at fifty six years old, you know he's gonna want any kind of you know what I mean, any kind of uh, start the beef back up, you know. Oh so yeah, to get to get some yeah, yeah okay yeah. yeah of course he's gonna need anything. So uh, here comes here comes Curtis, you know as a henchman. Why? Because you just ruined the, the legacy of another legend. He did the same thing to John. But he Rowe already ruined. With with Eminem. But he, but he already ruled. The thing is, is I, I hear what you're saying. He's already abused and violated the street code. You know, in the streets, we don't do that. We don't, we don't conduct yeah. ourselves with with any of that kind of stuff. It, I'm saying, if we're going to say that we're street, now if we're gonna say that we just some Takashi Six Nine ass niggas, I mean. He says he, he first he said he was street, but we all know. I mean, we knew from the jump. But what I'm saying, if we as street niggas, if we as street niggas, if we if we as street niggas are saying we real, we then we ain't gonna associate with with that kind of behavior. I'm saying so now. But I, I agree. But, but you called me out I on agree. this. You called me out on this. You said why hasn't he done that to white artists? And I said, you know what, he has not. He's never he has not. any goofy ass, uh, what machine gun, whatever that dude's name is, yellow belly, whatever that. He ain't never said none of these motherfuckers. All these yellow wolf, yeah. Ass. <clears throat> Matter of fact, now go back through your Rolodex before Takashi got jammed up in the legal trouble. I think Curtis was trying to fuck with him. Takashi, go back and. Go back and do your research before Takashi got jammed up. I want to say Curtis was trying to do music with him, bro. I think or I think so. I think that's make true. Make him one of his artists or something like that. I, I, I think I think Curtis, that was true. Curtis and, the Coon. And, yeah. Curtis the Coon. Yeah. Yeah, that might be that could that could be a suspicion of coonery here. If you're doing that just only because to black artists and not stuff. Not only that, how about dating a white woman? Date that one white woman, Chelsea Handler, because it would change his image. That's coonery. That, that that's definitely very, coonery. Very cool. And here's the thing: how about the thing with, attacking the thing a legend, attacking a legend in Benzie? He already ruined uh, Ja Rule. He will never look at Ja Rule the same again. Ja Rule ja Rule's get OG fine. Status? Is he nah, getting OG status? A, man, look, Ja Rule came up here with a shiny. And they did a and they did they did a concert at the Myth. They're fine. With what 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 Ray what Ray did, him getting caught, that is the tarnishment. I mean, okay, it didn't help Fifty adding to it, but dude, when you start talking about well, man, I got kids and all this, man, anything you can't do with your kids in the dark, and you can't do it in in the light. That's you self-destructed your own legacy. That nigga had a taste Wait, for training. Let me tell you his and, rebuttal. And that, let me tell you what his reason, his excuse was, because the the interviewer questioned him. Like we hearing you on the audio, you know what, what's going on here? Like he his excuse was he was working on a movie, and him and the girl, movie? and it yeah, and in the movie he's playing a a, a gay. So he's saying that oh. him and the girl was 
were going over the movie script on the phone and she recorded it. But nah, because you clearly no, man. Go, why, why? <laughs> no, he, no, he's no, not no. telling the truth. And I'm a fan no, of him, but man. he's not telling the truth. Yeah. He said, when, no, she, when he goes, why are you trying to do this to me? She said, I want the world to know about us. That happened to Young Buck. Do you remember that? Well, that's where 50 Cent brought uh, uh, Benzino in it. He was like, Young Buck and Benzino need to both live their truth. They should. And I then agree. He played the, he, 50, Cent, 50 Cent put the clip out. At this point, Benzino is looking to get back into the news. He's looking to get relevant again. Hey, there's an avenue there, man. Look at the one kid that signed to uh, Birdman to be wearing a dress. What's his name? What's his name? Young man, uh, young thug. Oh, young, young. Yeah, look at him. He's making a lot yeah. of money. Ray Benzino could be like the gay, oh yeah, black rapper. Man, shit, he could sign a deal tomorrow morning. It's good. He just dropped. He's dropping. Oh, his it's album coming. Fifty six. He's got no choice, man. Because Fifty Cent. Well, got you know. Him, you know what I mean. Yeah, I mean, he might as well. I mean, he might as well just at this point, bro. He now, but DP, well he has promised. Be honest. He has promised. Uh, now, this is where Curtis needs to watch his back, hands and feet. <laughs> what? Oh, shit. He promised hands and feet. Okay, what is the point? Come on, Ray. Like, okay, now you want to beat the man up because you got caught? Dude. <laughs> hands and feet. He said that. 50 that got stabbed up years ago by Murder 8 or something. And then he came into the source uh, studio leaking and Benzino called him car service. Let's get back to this transgender nigga. Why were you in the room with a transgender nigga? That's that's the the question. kept going back to that. No, it was over the phone. We're not going to get away from that. It was over the phone. We ain't going to get away from that. He said it was was a movie role. He said he ain't bro, never met the okay, motherfucker we, in person. If we go out of town, listen, bro, if we go out of town and you like, hey, bro, I'm, I'm about to go check out my property in Flint. Unless we get broke on our ass. I mean, nine times out of ten, bro, you're going to be like, all right, DP, we're going to go to this little bullshit inn or whatever. Okay, you stay. You get your little room. It's 60 bucks. You're going to get a room, and I'm going to get a room. There's really no reason yeah. for me and you to you, you I've done that every time I went out there. to my... <laughs> Anytime I went to any of my properties and took my workers from out here, man, we get in our own rooms, man. Ain't nobody, ain't no grown men trying to that's do that. What, that's what, that's what I'm saying. Y'all grown. What I'm saying. Because you bro, might meet like, a little girl at the y'all... bar. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Right, so another that's what thing I'm saying. Like, okay, I don't so... like doing it. I don't like going behind no man in the shower either. That I don't feel right. I wouldn't no. feel clean. You know what I mean? Yeah. This man yeah. didn't watch his yeah. ass, wash his ass in here, and I'm finna go go behind him. Ain't no grown man in yeah, here. No, uh, we can't show share no bathtub. You know? That's and that, see, and that's what got, I'm saying. He like, had, and you know, he room. had money. He's that broke. He didn't have enough money to get a room. But see, that he was able to get past that. That happened on Monday. He was able to get past that because um you know, nobody was really questioning that. But then when Shauna Brooks came out with the audio, and I don't know how 50 Cent got it. Oh, it's easy. He dropped it. it you know what it's like? Not easy. The audio. No, no. 
That's easy, bro. That's easy. That's like. But here's my thing: is why though? Why would he want to tear down one of the legends? I mean, why did he challenge him to a battle rap? Because Benzino battle. That nigga. That nigga too rich to battle rap. Niggas ain't gonna be battling. When I'm here's what now, I'm now. Is it know. true that Benzino go the... is five foot three? Is this true? Probably so. He's pretty short. I'm not sure. I think he's short. I don't know. Okay, why now, did Fifty even were, chime in? That's what I'm saying. He said he was going at Young Buck because Young Buck said that Fifty owes him money. So that he nigga released, don't that he nigga said no Young money. Buck. He said Young Buck needs to. Re- he said Young Buck's made the baddest, the worst decision of his life leaving, uh, leaving me. Then he, he said uh, Young Buck and Benzino need to live their truth, and then he released. Uh, Fifty Cent is the one who released that clip, so that girl must have sent the clip to Fifty Cent. Well, she could have. Who was this girl that sent it? Her name is Shauna Brooks. Alleged girlfriend. Oh, she sounds kind of mistress of Benzino. She's supposed to be popular. Oh, oh well. She was call- now another case, thing, man. She- another thing to record. Another thing the podcaster asked him is because she kept calling him daddy during the recordings. Why, daddy? Why don't you want the oh. world to know about us? He said, "No, you don't know oh, how shit. the hip hop community looks at that." I'm trying to get back. Oh on- wow! I know oh no, no, real no, nigga. no, 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 yeah. No man, it's actually two no, different he, audio no, clips. Buck broken. He's buck broken. And that, she he, said it's a done deal. And she just said recently. Broken. She said if he, she said if he doesn't, if he doesn't keep denying it, she's gonna come out with more heat. Wow. Yeah. Now his now another thing he said is Fifty Cent is doing all this because they're trying to hurt his daughter's sales because her album just dropped. That's not Boy, true. Now, she don't, no, that's and guess she what? She don't fuck with what? No, she here's the thing. You know, I don't know too much about the celebrity shit. We'll, we'll move to the next subject soon. But she got her own thing going on. You know what I'm saying? I mean, if he put it like this, bro, let's use logic. Let's follow the logic here. If she has to, if her it, if if her pops is in a position like this, of this is a position of desperation, nigga, you are in a sixty to seventy dollar. I mean, what more can you hide? You're in a sixty dollar, seventy dollar hotel. Somebody could have found out you was with a motherfucking tranny if you was in a three hundred dollar hotel. So what I'm saying is, is you're not in a position to help your daughter anyway. It sounds like so she didn't figure it out and did some shit on her own. So. What I'm saying is, like, she's not going to speak against 50. 50 moves and shakes things. It, put Would it like this. If 50 wants you shut down. No, I don't. He don't have a reason to. But what I'm saying is, let's let's just say. Let's just if say. If he went off on him, though. Man, that would be bad for it, bro. It, it, it's the same situation where, like, how Puffy was. 50's in position. That nigga is running shit. He's in a position now. He got he got he got stars. You know what I'm saying? He 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 he's in a position. Trump taught him all that shit. Trump taught him all that shit. Hey man, nigga, invest in vitamin water. Do this, do this, do that. You know what I'm saying? Like he he can because he has he's has a status of, he he has the status that 
a lot of people would probably want. And then you think he got all these top networks. So what I'm saying is, even though he ain't really concerned about music outside of the love of it, bro, it, yeah. it, you got to think. He knows how to get under your skin. He then took the tactics, as I said before, of Muhammad Ali. I'm hearing a lot of stuff in the background. He then took the tactics of Muhammad Ali. He beat you outside of the ring. He beat you outside of the ring, bro. So oh, what no I'm saying reason? is... is I don't know what the reason is. Maybe they could have had it could have been something. So all that murder ink shit, that shit's old. That don't, you know, he bringing that up yeah, like I said, bro. This DP. If you come into somebody's studio leaking and they call you car service, how are you not Bro. How are you they get you Bro, service, this is a street not, nigga. How are you bro, telling on that? This is a this is a street nigga that got caught with a trans vegetable, my nigga. All of you I don't care what you did. It's just like it's like it's like Mob James. It's like I call him Biscuit James. I don't even call him Mob. We gotta take the Mob out, nigga. Now you used to like your blood to your toe. Yeah, but you used I used to, like to listen Mob to. Cause I like, the, I like Mob. I used to like the stories. I used to be curious about rap? the stories from Death Row. Nick, no, that nigga was put it like this. That nigga was the one that was keeping Suge on his toes. He was the one that was making sure when Suge got first got into the game of Death Row. He was like, Suge was like, oh, you know, I need help. I need this. He said, man, you need bloods. How many bloods you want? So, you know, he was the one, Mob Pie Rule in Compton. That's how Suge was able to move around L.A. safe. He had the Mob Pie Rules. What about Once you rat, nigga, once you rat, nigga, anything, anything you do, if you rat or you get caught with a trans vegetable, nigga, anything you do is tarnished. It don't mean anything. Now, is it 50 on papers? As a no, not that I've know. I, I've heard. I've heard they said that, but I haven't. I haven't. I haven't said yeah, that. You know, I want. I, I want to quote talk. something that's the sweet. I want to quote something that Sweet James Jones said. Pimp C was a reputable. He came up with something that was very interesting, very telling that I heard him say. He said a lot of people was talking about Fifty, talking about they was gonna slap him, do this, that, and the third. He was at an awards. He said all them niggas that was talking that shit didn't do nothing. He said. If something's going to happen to you, it don't matter when it's going to happen to you. It's going to happen. And ain't nobody do nothing. They had an opportunity yeah, to do something right. to 50 a long time ago. Are they they could have been there. Are they, are they authentic as Ray? Ray Man, I, I don't know. I mean, like I said. Bro, I, I take that kind of serious. 50 and then put and hands and feet on Murder Inc. When, when that nigga, when, when Murder Inc, you got to think, when Murder Inc stabbed that nigga, that nigga went on. He got it on with Murder Inc. From what I've heard. Now, I heard so Fredro you know, like Star. I said, I heard Fredro, I heard Fredro Star from Onyx kind of hemmed up 50. Is there any truth to that? I don't know if that's true or not. I mean, like I say, man, that nigga ain't hard to find. Pull up on Tony him. Ayo. You know what I'm saying? Niggas ain't niggas ain't putting the all, yeah. man. Yeah, yo. I, I, oh man, we don't even want to get into that nigga. Okay. I know Here, here's thing. the thing. 50 Cent don't want to run into Ray Benzino because he. He has hands and feet for him. Benzino's not going to do anything. Benzino needs to duck these tranny allegations. That's not serious. Benzino, Benzino, put it like this, bro. If you're at the point where you're DP, a tranny what allegations, you're what, did go, what did it go for? You respected Benzino, <laughs> which you did. The made man of Benzino at one time, I, I heard of him from you. You're like the made man. They I went, shit out I in Boston, went, this and that. 
to now like this guy Z. He had me. one song. Man, the thing is, dude, it's like I want to hear some bars. new bars. I want I want to hear some ferocious bars. And I and you know what? You you here's the thing, bro. You need to be making ferocious bars as as of these allegations. Why were you caught with this trans nigga? First, we need to get to that. <laughs> Because if you're a rat or if you fucking with the trans nigga, you done lost all your street credibility. That's how the street well, goes. You know, man. Joe, you gotta, you, Joe Budden nobody's came above out. the code. See, Joe Budden, I he heard was about smart that. Enough. He just came out. He just came out before. I, I think a tranny was going to out him. But he you ain't know? no street he nigga. He just came out. He ain't no Joe Budden. But he ain't no street nigga. Out of, out of New Jersey? No, no man. Oh, no. no. No nah, man, no. Joe Button ain't no street nigga. He had man, them niggas in Jersey City had that nigga running and ducking. He ain't no street nigga. I mean, he's he's a good podcaster, bro. He ain't no street nigga. He ain't no more street nigga than I am. No. Really? No. I thought Joe Button. I remember the Migos. Uh, the, I remember the Migos. The Migos was getting ready to whoop Joe Button and academics ass, and them niggas got scared. Come on, man. See, that's my fear. That's my fear for your boy, Gangster Gibbs. My fear is that he's gonna yeah. do so much commentating and talking that he's gonna forget about the bars. Well, you know, I, I can't. I he's can't tell, a, man. Been, I've been. Hey, I've been, Freddie seeing... been doing a whole lot of commentating. It's been a lot of commentating, but it's been some sold-out shows in Amsterdam. I mean, I've been seeing some good footage here. <laughs> see, see, you, really? you, you told me before. You told me before. You said, you said, hey, you know, we need to see some bars or we need to see some units. And you know, nowadays, like Benzino's daughter, ten thousand unit projection. They're projecting her to sell ten thousand units, nigga. That's a hundred thousand first week sales equivalent to back in the so day. How, that's great. How in amazing era, DP. So in today's era, obviously the stores don't have CDs. How do you buy? How do you get someone's album? Now, you could do two things. How would I buy it? You could you could go the physical route or the digital route. Like if you walk into Target What's or something the physical like a Well, like when you walk in disc, like a CD, the, the old school. Yeah, you could get the disc. Some people are they even still putting sell it on them. tapes. I remember. They still sell them in certain artists like I know uh Mad Lib and Gangsta Gibbs and Raekwon and Nas, they started putting out the old tapes and vinyl turntables. That's been a big thing right now. Vinyl's been really? huge because people like people the old are buying school. turntables. Oh yeah, man. They're right buying there? turntables. Yes, sir. Very big. And you gotta think each turntable is about thirty to thirty-five dollars. It's more of a like a, a ecleptic um feeling. You know what I'm saying? When you go out there and buy the turntable, I got some vinyls. I don't even have a turntable. I got yeah, some I vinyls of Mad Lib and Gangsta Gibbs, and I don't even have a fucking turntable. I said, I'm going to so buy this I shit buy before it sells out. If I want to see you can buy right CDs. Now, where would I go to buy it? You could, no, you could probably go Amazon or if the fetus is still cracking. I passed Amazon. by him another day. I didn't know. Yeah, you go to Amazon. Fetus. Yeah. Oh, I think they're out of business. Fetus. They out of oh, business? I don't know. I thought he, not electric fetus. What's the other one? Uh, the one that we used to go to, where they had uh, all the CDs and Fifth CDs Element and or shit. Cheapo. No, the one Cheapo. Yeah, that one. I think they're gone. I, I don't think. even know if they in business no more, bro. I'm not sure. You got Spotify. Last, Spotify. So, so that's what I'm saying. You can go now. 
Not necessarily, but what I'm saying is when you get that's why I always bring up people like JT the bigger figure and Gangster Gibbs and Master P and all them, you know, they they got folks where, for example, like the okay, there's a festival called Coachella. That's a big festival right now. Real big. Like if you if you in Coachella, I mean man, you the man. Um Gibbs and it's Gibbs like, it's it, a, it just like an did, award show. No, it's it's a it's a festival. Put it like this, oh. bro. If I was still doing my, if I was still doing some music, and I said, okay, I'm about to, you know, Groundhog is selling ten thousand out the first week. Yeah, there's a there's a there's a chance that I could be going to Coachella. Not everybody gets to go. That's some elite shit. Like, I mean, it's in Chicago, I think, or whatever. But let's say, put it like this, bro. If if I told you, hey, man, bro, I'm going to Coachella. You would be like, oh shit, nigga, like you own, like you, you, yeah, you, 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 you that nigga, time. like to get the, that's big time, that's big time, that's that's like, I'm not gonna say it's the Oscars, but it's like an underground Oscar, or an underground Academy Awards. Yeah, man, he had a sold out show. He went there um just a few days ago, and in Amsterdam, he he just did a world tour. So when we talk about bars. Remember what I told you before I sent you a text? I said, I kind of followed this career as a case study. You know, most rock concert people, what they do is they tour first, then they release the album. That's the concept he uses. Most, most rappers, they make the album, then they tour. But that's not what he does. He tours, and then he makes the album. So he sees what the, okay, what's the crowd like? And each crowd... He tells everybody, everybody in the crowd say fuck 12. And you know, everybody said, you know, they don't fuck with 12. So everybody's like, man, yeah, fuck 12. So that's been his little signature on every. I'm telling you, if it wasn't the damn COVID, I tell you, like when you were telling me, hey, let's go to a show, I would go to that theater. If it wasn't the COVID right now, I, I would join you. I would go up to that to that theater. It's gonna be lit in Minneapolis when he comes. That shit gonna Gangster be off the table. He can't go yeah. to the caboose no hear, more, bro. He can't. He can't go to the caboose. Why? He, he's too big. He's too too, too big. big. Jim Jones. J- Jim yeah. Jones. What's up? With, they got a we fly. There's a we a we fly. Top five dead or alive. Top five dead or alive. We got a In new we fly high remix. It's good. We fly high remix. For real? Migos, Lil Wayne. Oh yeah, that, that's fire. That's okay. Song, have you have you noticed something? Have you noticed something in Minneapolis? Jimmy you haven't Jones heard anything about the. Have you heard anything about Minneapolis? You haven't heard anything about carjacking. Have you noticed the white media hasn't been saying anything about that? Well, they either they either haven't been saying anything about it, or they 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 got a hold of a couple chop shops. You know. Because it's clear as day that these kids were not stealing these cars just for joy rides. Not at this high volume. They had chop shops. Change that VIN number, get it going. You know what I'm saying? A whole nother car. You know? It's as simple as that. Uh, race soldiers, uh, you know, they're crafty individuals, you know. They could... They could have thought maybe let's not say like remember the rioting that was going on in Minnesota. They wasn't really covering it on the local news. 
you was a motherfucker just sitting in your house and you don't really look at TV or nothing, you wouldn't know what the fuck was going on. They didn't want to encourage other people to go out there. Oh, he can get us some sneakers. He can get us, you know, groceries. Whatever. Even though they caught every last one of them. Nobody in George Floyd's family took any of that settlement money, put any money on any of their books. I'd be up there looking stupid right now if I got nine years in jail. Right on account of George Floyd. Ain't anybody put a dollar on my books. That's a shame. A whole, yeah, $26 million. Not a single dollar on, and that's just what they got. Shit. And that's just from the settlement from the state. What about the GoFundMe? Which set a record amount. You know? What about all the nonprofits that I talked about? I talked about a lot of all nonprofits. That. Yeah, all that. And what about his likeness for future income? Any George Floyd paraphernalia that's sold that's not bootleg, they're going to get that money. Shit, that's money. That little girl's rich. She said, my daddy changed the world. He, he changed her world, that's for sure. <laughs> I don't know what he changed anywhere else, but he changed her world. Your daddy was a what about the rest of the world? Head. What about the her dad? Yeah, her daddy was a fentanyl head who raped a pregnant woman, broke in her house and raped her. Probably wasn't giving her no child support or nothing. Now all of a sudden, she's set for life, generational wealth. Generational wealth. She's set for life. By the time she gets to be eighteen and fuck with that money, it'll quadruple. Shit. George Floyd is a brand. I don't think people realize that. It's no longer a human. George Floyd is a brand. Damn, that's that's it's deep. A brand. It's the truth. Who owns it? Money involved in that. The family. Those, so 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 wait kids. a minute. So you're telling me you're telling me somebody could go trademark that? It's already been trademarked by the Floyd. Who trademarked the, that? The little girl through well, Crump owns half. What? Settlement. Yeah, through the settlement, he owns half of the likeness. The other half is her, the daughters with the baby mama being the executor of that. Wow. Really? Yeah, and all the other family members. So, like, the ones you see, like, Felonious Floyd and all that, the reason they're able to talk publicly and talk disparagingly about the police is they weren't involved in the settlement. You don't hear any of the sisters... They got the settlement money or the baby mama. You will never hear them say anything negative. That's a part of the settlement. Gag order. Shut up. Polonius is speaking. Any Floyd you see speaking out, hanging out with Crump publicly, they got no money. So Crump ain't got no in. money. Well, but Crump seeing them, well, you're related. I could bring you in. You know, when we go to different states. Oh, here's Floyd's brother. You know, he going to talk for a little bit or, you know. So he's seen a few dollars in them, but they didn't get no none of that big money. <laughs> Not gonna be able to do it. Not gonna be able to do it. You know what I mean? And them kids are doing nine years of jail for arson. I was out there, they were screaming, Floyd, George Floyd, Floyd. I wasn't out there to riot, I was out there to experience what was going on. I wish I'd have had a, a fucking camcorder. Yeah, you 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 sent me footage. Yeah, there was boots on the ground, but there was this also this large degree of homeless people that are here. This was something for them to do. Yeah, it was just something to do. 
for a lot of people, man. When they when they burned down that Arby's, that's now raising canes. I was standing right there when it happened. A, a fucking guy. It looked like he worked for a news crew, but he was really a cameraman for the police. He walked by me. I was telling the, the kids, I'm like, this guy's an undercover right here. I pointed the dude out. I said, this guy right here. I, please, I said, this guy's an undercover. He's just watching what y'all are doing. And when you go to court, he's going to identify you. You idiots. I was just telling him. You know what I mean? And he was like, hey, man, you could get me hurt by saying that. I'm like, it's fucking true. As I was saying that, another guy with a big old camera walked by me. And he whispered right in my ear. He kind of slickly said it as he walked by. He said, everything you say is being recorded. Everything you say is being recorded. And he walked right by me. Whoa. That's what I knew. Okay, this guy's so, so so this That's was the, this right here was a covert a covert intelligent operative class is what you're saying was out there. No. What I'm saying is that the police had undercovers out there so they can identify people that were doing certain things in court. And that's covert. That's it. covert. Yeah. That's covert. They, they were, yeah, they were recording it and they were acting like they were news reporters. And they were just yeah, that's definitely. everything motherfuckers that's, was doing. I was that's a covert them, operative class. That's yeah, a covert then, operative class. And then they'll pick who they can get. Bye, 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 by their little voice recognizer. If you've already been arrested. Ow, ow, nine years, nine years, eleven years, nine years, nine years, nine we years. We couldn't find Boy, we've been trying to find who that guy is. Which one? That 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 race soldier that was undercover. Nobody could find him. They uh, said he got arrested, can't find him. You're talking about the one at the auto zone. Is that what you that talking one about? That, yeah, the one that you said, hey man, this dude's undercover. And he said, You give me no, her. That's that not the same guy. That's not the same that dude. Yeah, he was an undercover cop, but he was like, man, I ain't no cop. You could get me hurt by saying that. I'm like, it's true. And I was telling the other kids, this guy's a cop. He's like, when you go to court, he's going to identify you. Yeah, I saw him. It's him. He's just watching. They were just calmly watching. And another thing I found out, DP, a little nugget, the girl I used to see was a little, her grandfather was a former cop. So she was just kind of, you know what I mean, you know, one of them try to be in with the police and her friend of the police. And so she told me that what happened at the third precinct was they told all the police earlier that day of the rioting, get all your belongings out of the third precinct. We're going to give it to them. Which means we're just going to let them destroy it. Get all your belongings out of there. If you want to take some pictures with your family, why, you know what you mean? If something in here or something, do it now because tonight we're giving it to them. You know, hmm. so that's how that's how that went. So you know what I mean. They uh, you gotta understand, bro. Uh, race soldiers didn't pay for any of that. The same idiots that uh did all that writing when the when you go in a soda in the store and your soda is a was a dollar now it's a dollar thirty eight. That that's where they're getting their money back right there. Bye bye bye. You know what I'm saying? All right, let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. Who is actually prospering in Minneapolis at this point? Somalians. Anybody, any any community that has any organization. So you got your LGBTs are prospering. Somalians are prospering. 
because they all have a code of conduct. Follow this way and you'll be successful. For Somalians is follow Allah and the Quran and you'll be good. This is the code of conduct. Uh, Eritreans, for the most part, we don't have enough people a, to really factor in. Asians, they're doing outstanding code of conduct. LGBT code of conduct. Uh, 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 Mexicans, they're doing all right, but they have coonery. So when a Mexican gets to a certain point, he forgets, you know what I mean, about his own for the most part. So I would say I would say LGBT, Somali, and Asian are are are, are hitting hitting their stride. So you're saying you LGBT, think? Somali, and Asians are are doing are doing the great, doing pretty well in Minneapolis. I would say they're doing outstanding. Outstanding. Now, yeah. now let me ask you this question here because they'll cut us off in a few seconds. Foundational blacks. What do foundational blacks need to do since they lost all their leverage by giving up the giving up the insurrection and not not demanding somebody to to be the voice for tangibles and reparations? At least a goddamn Microsoft certification program in a high school. What would you say the foundational blacks or descendants of slaves need to do in the city of Minneapolis and the city of, of St. Paul at this critical point right now? Hire, have a black election. All 50 states in America have one black representative and then you vote. Black America votes a representative and then you go to both parties, Republicans and Democrats to say, if you want all our votes, 100% of our votes, these are our list of our demands. Because that's what LBG does. That's what Muslims do. That's what uh, Asians do. Boom. You're going to get all our votes. We need this, 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 this. All right, got you. Boom. There you go. Until that happens, race soldiers won't do shit because they don't have to. So basically, cut it, cut it, cut it. Negotiate. Votes for tangible. Negotiations. And you had a great chance because you had a negotiator in office in Trump. Trump would have cut that deal if he'd have known he'd have got another four years. Biden and Democrats. It's harder to cut that deal with them because they already have it in. You know what I mean? They'll just buy from, ignore blacks, ignore foundationals until it's time to run that campaign, come in the hood and say, you better vote for us. You vote for Republicans and cut everything off. So the black, the black folks at that time, Trump. if black folks would have went and told, told Trump, look, we need... If we can't at least get reparations, we want reparations. We can't get reparations because they asked Trump about reparations. And he said, we'll see. That means no. When conservatives say we'll see, that means no. When you ask when you ask Democrats reparations, they start talking about illegals. When you ask conservatives about reparations, well, they either bring up Obama or they'll say we'll see. But now when they're asked about reparations. Breaking up. You know, have you heard it? What they're doing now? Now what they're doing is they're saying, "Oh, we're we're gonna look into starting a committee." That's their new little thing they're throwing out there. Oh, we're gonna look into starting a committee on that. And that shuts people up for a little while. Then when it flares up again, oh, we're gonna look into starting a committee. Okay, all right, boom, keep going. Reparations will happen when it has to happen when it's forced.
What do you think? I agree. DP? Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Falls. I agree. I agree 100%. If I told you right now, your great-grandfather, your grandfather passed away, and he died with uh, $30,000 in unpaid taxes, and I need you to cover that, what would you say? <laughs> 